sent to Earth from the darkest depths of space to fight crimes and talk about the subjects not many men dare to go. With faces only a blind mother could love, arms like a silverback gorilla, and more hair on their chest than something really, really hairy. Like really hairy. Prepare to be astounded and bedazzled by the wondrous voices of your two hosts, GK and F. Stand by for a live broadcast. Ciao, interweb. Welcome to episode 17 of GKNF, the fourth Pulitzer machete. <laughs> Ciao. All right. Ciao. Italian. <laughs> and today we're brought to you by Craftsman, Claire Valley Shiraz, 2015. It's and always a good drop. Yes, we are. Dudes, uh, quickly we'll get through some formalities before we introduce our guest. Um, GK, at GKNF on Twitter, working title on Facebook. On iTunes, hit us up, give us a like, give us max reviews, and subscribe. It helps. Always it does subscribe. Help. Fire, it helps. Does it not help? It certainly does. So, uh, yeah, people, subscribe, give it as many stars as possible. But um, I've got to introduce our guest. And, and the best way to introduce him, I was thinking about this, it's like if we were playing a word association game and you said uh, Taliban, and I'd probably say terrorist. And if you said, Whoa. if you, if you, <laughs> and uh, introducing, <laughs> and if you, if you said, if you said M4 Murderway, I'd probably say traffic. Okay. But if you said Mark Emery, I'd say he's probably getting on really well with his butcher. He's the most Australian person ever. Mark Emery, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, boys. Thank you for having me aboard. Um, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, great to be here. Great I think uh, I think we need to let's let's set the scene file. Let's set the scene. So we are uh, we we've, we've we're recording on a Saturday evening in the in the regular studio. We're under some social lubricant, being uh, Craftsman Claire Valley Shiraz and some beers and and some wines and a few other things. So this could this could go anywhere, and and we're interested to see where we go. Yeah, completely unplanned, but. Uh Mark, how you doing, big fella? It's always good to see you, and it's been a while. I'm doing tremendous, mate. Um, <laughs> hanging in there as usual. Uh, just doing me bit for society. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, I got a door hanging business. I hang a door here, there, and everywhere. Give it um, a plug. What, what's the name of it? That's Sydney Door Doctors. Sydney Ooh. Door Doctors. Yeah. Um, I classify myself more of a doctor these days than a carpenter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you, you get, your door, get your door hung and get an enema. Yeah, well, that's it, mate. <laughs> and I know doctors aren't doing enemas, but you're working in different areas these I'm days. I'm working in di- different areas. I'm covering all different sort of spots and pieces. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's funny, you know. I've had the odd person ring me up now then and say to me, like, listen, oh, he, my husband, he's sick. Uh, you come out and see me. I said, listen, what, what do you mean husband's sick? You mean uh, sick door? No, no, husband. <laughs> husband's sick because people ring up and they so say... So they're, they're Googling doctor. They're Googling door doc- doctor, but a doctor that comes to your door. Uh, but they've got the wrong sort of doc. So have you ever footed one of those calls? Have you ever said, no worries? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to run with it. You know, you yeah. got to run with it. And um, and like, look, the people sometimes are under a bit of dispre- distress. Sorry, um, yeah. you know, I'd, I've had a few people ring up, and majority of them women are ringing up. Oh, husband, husband, um, you know, he's sick in bed. Sick in bed. You come, you come here. I said, sick in bed. Come here. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? You're sick a door? Nah, no. You come to the door. You come to the door. I said, yeah, I supply and install a door. No, 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 husband's sick in bed. And I said, okay, okay. Then I sort of thought, oh, okay, okay. I said, look, listen, listen. Yes, I'm a doctor and I fix a door, you know, but listen, I'll give it a go. I'll come to your door and I'll see what I can do. I said, I said, I'm a door doctor. I fix bad doors. I don't, I don't come to your door and fix your husband. But hey, yeah. I charge like a wounded bull, and I'll see what I can. do. <laughs> you bastard! You bastard! And hang up the phone. But oh, jokes. Steve, it all jokes. Steve never done a call out. God. I think uh, you're suffering from this, <laughs> and, and this is what I prescribe you. It's only a, a matter of time, mate. It's only a matter of time. Oh, that, 
What an intro. Mark Emery. <laughs> hey, but dude, uh, like just to give uh, the listeners a bit of a background. So Mark is, uh, Mark's sister is uh, good friends with my wife and, and we've known each other. We actually grew up in the same, the same small town um, of Ludnam, which is, um, I don't know, I'm sure you would agree it's God's country. It, oh, it, yes, yes. It's an absolute beautiful place. And one of the one of the um, special things about Ludnam is uh, there's a there's a cricket park there. There's a cricket field there, and it, look, this cricket field is not known for the lawns there. It is, <laughs> it is a desert. It's a desert in the middle of Ludnam. But there's something really special about it, and this is what I, I found out as a kid. Because what li- aligns with with the uh, with the field is uh, it's, a, it's a bush. And if you go right up the back of that bush, there's a little opening. And if you walk through that opening, you keep going down the trail. And I remember the first time I walked down this trail in the middle of the bush. And, uh, I mean, as a kid, it's something you kind of yearn for, you know, that uh, to be away and to be with your friends and have that kind of independence. And and I, and I was with and, you know, friends when I was playing cricket. I'm, I'm, we've already heard my cricket story. So. <laughs> we've talked about that on uh, previous episodes. I'll, I'll go and tell you. The I'll world go. record for trying to stab someone with a stump. <laughs> so, and, um, and no balls. <laughs> so we walk through this pathway in the middle of the bush and we come into this opening. And it was almost like, in my scene, it's like a mirage. It's this this big shack. That's the only way to describe it, and it was two stories. Have you ever seen a shack with two stories in the hey, middle of the bush? Hey, far! I'll tell you something about this, and I know I think I know where this is going. But I, I played for a club in Blacksland, which was forty minutes away. I want to say from London. Yep. We played at that oval once a year. The year above us said, "Oh, when you play at a London, when you play at a London, go into the bush and walk down and do go through. There's this little thing, and you go through this trail, and you go in, and you go in, oh. and then this is what you're going to find here." And that's uh, so when we played there every year, it was like circled on the calendar, like oh yeah. yeah. So, Mark, what do you know about this shack? <laughs> Well, I'm going to put it straight out there. Yeah. I built the fucking Yeah. <laughs> the urban legend. Yeah, boys. Um, listen, uh, great times down the bush. Um, How m- old were you when you built very, it? A lot of memories. Um, oh, sheeps. I was in high school. I would have been in about year nine. Yep. Year 10. Yep. Around that area. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, well, oh, look, we built many a shacks down there. We built a lot of different areas, little different spots, and down the scrub would clear out, build a shack. But it come time when it was time to expand, you know? <laughs> it was time to build something that would It was would an empire the last time. <laughs> <of them. laughs> it was a, a fucking empire company. of a big dope plant sprayed on the side of it. And... Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, the thing is, what happened? It steps back. Look, it was timed upgrade. We wanted to build something big, and I always said, "Let's build a two story." Yeah. Now, and it went back to the days too. My old man, being a builder, had a lot of ammunition, nails. <laughs> so, um, I used to go down there and rip off all the nails, fill up the backpack, and off we'd go down on the BMX bikes. And plus, I grew up with a bloke, <clears throat> um, Nino Leonello. Yep. And his father had a lot of tin, timber, and everything stashed down his acreage down Adams Road. Yeah. And um, we were able to get our hands on that. Oh. We were able to get our hands on that and cart it all the way up Adams Road down to the bush. What are your BMX bikes here? Yes, it was towed by a BMX bike. What it was. Years ago. Another little flip story, right? I'll add this one in here. I welded up this four-man billy cart in the garage. We used to tow it behind a mate's car down Willardine Avenue. We clocked 140. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and um, over time, that thing started to fall apart. It's, you know, there's a lot of stress. Yeah. And um, so what we done, we transformed that into a trailer. And oh, we were okay. able to load a lot of equipment, dirt, I mean, uh, not dirt, uh, timber, all that sort of stuff. Yep. And we'd tie it behind the bikes and tow it all up to the bush from Adams Road. And that's how we got all our materials up the road and ready to build the empire. Oh, mate. So we went on from there. We went on from there and um, we built, we built, and it was funny, eh? We, um, big, big timbers. And we grew up with a couple of blokes called, like, uh, the Bow Boys. The Bow Boys. Do you remember the Bow Boys? No. Danny and Matt... Uh, Danny, Danny Bauer, Matthew Boy, uh, Matthew, the Bauer boys, and um, 
these blokes, they must have come out of the hatch mode at six foot tall. They were big boys. Big oh, boys. Big boys and all that. And um, they were basically the human cranes. I was going to say, so that's why you didn't need scaffolding. We didn't need scaffold. We didn't need to hold the timber. These blokes just picked the big timbers up, lift them up to the sides of the... And, and we'd nail away. I'd get on someone's shoulders and nail away. Right? Oh, they were these big wow. four-inch nails and hopefully they'll hold in there. And... Um, <laughs> So we had our human cranes, we had our little workers, this and that, and we basically built the two-story big shack, which um, basically we had two big timbers that went up and plus two big tree trunks. So there was four four stumps that held the thing yeah. and we built around it. But the only thing is because we used trees that waved around and loosened things up, oh, you know, okay. so we're always trying to write, nail in an extra nail just to hold <laughs> the thing together. But it held. It held oh. for years, you know, and... um we, we we had sleepovers and everything down there. We used to go down there and get drunk and My stay down there. And look <laughs> what a days. childhood. This, this, what a childhood. I'll go back to day. this again. We were 40 minutes away as kids where I lived. And we knew about this this two-story cubby house. That's what it was. That yeah. was way better than anything in our area. Yeah. Be, but my favourite part, Mark, and I don't know if you had anything to do with this, my favourite part was <laughs> what was in the cubby house. Oh, my favourite part was yes, I could go to the cubby house as a young adult listen i could go in there and say you know what i know what's under me cousin my oldest cousin josh under his bed is in this cubby house dirty pictures (laughs) there was there was was um, a playboy magazine yes probably probably wouldn't even make a church person (laughs) blush these days but back in the day that was a good gear and we used to sneak down there when we played cricket at this oval farm and we used to go and watch them and Oh, I didn't know what to do when I, when I was watching. I just knew I liked them. Yeah. I didn't know why I liked them. <laughs> that that stemmed back. That stemmed back for an old mate I grew up with, Trent Lang. <laughs> now, and his father and mother had a great big porn collection. Yeah, and, and um, we used to rip it off all the time. And a lot of that porn went down. <laughs> Because it's, it's funny, you're ripping porn off and then everyone's ripping that porn off. Well, like, that's, yeah, as big as we stuck a picture up, the picture would go. That was probably you guys <laughs> on the weekend. It was 100% us. out porn. That was pristine stuff. <laughs> I t- see my, my uh, old childhood bedroom, top floor, <laughs> underneath the board game memory, which no one plays. <laughs> that's where that picture is. I, I, and mum, if you're listening, don't check that because I'm going to go check that. I'm going to backtrack myself. I'm going to check that next weekend when I come up. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. Um, funny about uh, you know, a, as a boy, if when a boy come, a, a teenage boy comes into contact with you know adult material like mm. that, um, that's when that um, kind of exactly what you talked about, Mark. The the fact, the way that you and your mates have built this, it's like it's, you were little entrepreneurs. You were little like let's take business into our own hands. And one of the best um, um, like hiding places of uh, <laughs> pornography was my brother Peter. Uh, this 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 is a story I only heard last year. Well, I only heard it last year. And I'm was Peter a porn freak? Was oh, he? Oh, he was, oh, Mark. Yeah, the, Mark, Mark. It's the one Mark, you never would guess, eh? You're probably wondering secrets. You're probably wondering why I didn't have a car. It's because we're paying for all the counselling sessions. What he did when I heard this last year. Yeah, it was like when the Goonies found the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure oh, and what they had yeah. to do to get to that. So, so um, we had built-in cupboards and to the side of it, like we had these, you know, little mesh kind of drawers, but it was um, like wood built into the wall. So Peter knocked this little strip of wood, little strip of wood would have been about maybe two inches wide. And he'd loosened it, so there's this little void in there. So this this special little void, had, he'd he'd use it for years. So <laughs> I think he had the Holy Grail in there. Like like it was this little strip that that existed for all all these years. And one day it was like, well, Geordie found out a year ago. I would have found out <laughs> eighteen months ago. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about him. He goes. I haven't even thought about... Yeah, this is where I hid my stash. I said, no way. This, that's the most creative thing ever. Anyway, last summer, I was sitting at the back with Dad. We were having a beer, and um, and it just popped in my head. It's because I told one of our mates, Armo. I said, Armo, you know, tell him the story. After I told him, it popped in my head. I called him up and said, dude, I'm going to go FaceTime this. Are you ready to check out this hiding spot? He goes, just, oh, yes. <laughs> so, so I'm FaceTiming it. I come into, come, in, come into the room. 
I saw the thing next to it, and I and I like it's like you had to have a special knock. It's like tick, 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 then there was this little retina scanner, and then, <laughs> then you do your fingerprint, and then <laughs> the thing removes. It's like this almighty stash of porn is like this is like you found the mother load. I found the mother load. We hit the mother load. It's like you've been wondering all those porns. It was that wasn't us. Was Peter. <laughs> Peter had been flogging him for like years. I had two hiding spots when I was little, not nowhere near as good as Peter. One was underneath the board game memory, where not only did I have porn, Mark, far, not only did I have porn, I had you know those are uh, you know the biker magazines where just some some chick, it's like it's it's like a, a level up from uh, the home girl. <laughs> <laughs> so then this this it's like just the chicks that is hanging on uh, their old boys uh for uh, their old boys Harley just with their tits out <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> so I had them head there, but but I had two hiding spots. One was my old man's top drawer because no one's going to look in my old man's top drawer for that stuff because I knew that's where he hid his stuff. So I hid my you own combined st- it. I hid my own stuff there, and I think he wasn't going to go. Hey, hey, mate, mate, did you hide this behind my Pamela Anderson friggin' Tommy Lee porno? Because he's Every- not going to admit to everyone's that hiding from one another. He's not going to commit commit to that saying. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll admit I hid that. So that's where I hit it. But mum found the, the board game stuff. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it got, it was mine and Jesse's shit combined, my older <laughs> brother. So this gets thrown out to, uh, gets put in the bin. And you know, at Christmas, like sometimes you go out and give the garbos like a six pack of beer. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, but they caught it in the garbage bin because mum yeah. put it in the recycle bin. And back in the day, it wasn't the yellow lid recycle bin like we've got in Australia. It was like a one that they had to hand load into it. So the, the magazines were there and Jesse was sitting out the balcony. We had, we had a room that had a balcony you could walk out onto and look over the street. And, uh, <laughs> well, and you get your binoculars and say, where's the pornos in the bins? We, we, knew we, we knew we'd been busted because we'd been iced by my mum for, <laughs> for a week and, and stuff wasn't there where it should have been. So we, we knew we'd been busted. So he was looking out and knew we'd gone in the bin, but we couldn't take it out of the bin because that's trouble. The the Garbos, or the, it was the recycling guys, they got this and it, <laughs> Jesse would go, call me out. Like, he'd call me like, I've, like there's a murder going on. <laughs> something, something <laughs> happened. And he looks over and goes, mate, mate, look. And they pulled it out of the recycling bin and he's gone up to, the, the, the runner's gone up to the driver and gone, have a look at this. And it's gone six magazines into the front <laughs> front seat of the recycling <laughs> truck. And just like, yeah, thanks, mate. That's, that's my six pack at Christmas. <laughs> And that's how I lost a lot of my porn, but the stuff that I stashed with my dad, that's still probably there. Uh, you might, might have lost a lot of porn. I discovered a lot of porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, back years ago, well, we used to, I used to do my apprenticeship for the old man, and um, we worked down the eastern suburbs a lot. And you're into all different places, and yeah. you'd meet all different people, yeah. to, especially down that end of town. And um, I remember once we were going to build an attic for some people. Bellevue, yeah. Bellevue Hill. Nice part and, of town. Uh, nice part of town, yeah. And, shout um, out to Bellevue Hill. Shout out from Bellevue. <laughs> David and Anna. What is it, Anna? David, David. It was a, it was a funny crowd, eh, them people. <laughs> well, we built, we're going to build, we'll build an, an attic for them. And um, basically, when we got into it, and me and a mate of mine, Benny Brooks, we were doing apprenticeships under the old man, Um You'd always have a scout around, look around, what's going on here? And um, we pulled up a bit of insulation into the roof. Yeah. And we discovered a magazine, Playboy. Back in, oh, shit. It was back when Madonna had hairy armpits. <laughs> and, um, and she was there. Suddenly we've turned up a few more bats of insulation. We'd found the mother load. And I reckon it was the sun. He'd stashed heap the stuff. The oh, then it, could, it could have been ah. it could have been David himself, but um, surely not Anna. But um, at the end of the day, <laughs> we'd found this batch of bloody uh, Playboy porn, penthouse, everything, and all that. And the thing is, what do you do? Because we're going to build put ply over the, the ceiling joist yeah. and either close it in. Or do you say to the people, listen, we've discovered a lot of pornographic <laughs> magazines here. Yeah. How do you present um, How do you present something yeah. like that? So what I come to the conclusion, I said, fuck it. 
Well, about boil it. <laughs> Stash it all under your shirts and get it into the back of me car. <laughs> like Andy Dufresne, like clawing his way through that well, bloody it, tunnel. Mate. Listen, to keep the peace with everyone, because other people could have got into strife. You know, yeah. Anna might have got the shits with David. David might have got the shits with his son. It's noble. It's it, noble, it, Mike. It could have snowboarded. <laughs> a lot of people could have been, you know, exposed to what's happened up in the ceiling. Yeah. So I thought, let's keep the peace. We'll hide yeah. it under we'll the take black it as rock at the yeah. brick wall <laughs> 20 miles out of town. Yeah. Well, I brought it all home, didn't I? And, and I'll tell you what, there was a lot to look at, a lot to look And some of the magazines went down the bush to the shack. <laughs> so, so, so we've probably shared some similar interests. We have, and I'd say you've a scene a bit <laughs> because there was a lot of centerfolds torn out of the magazine and stuck and nailed up against the timbers, you know. And um, But, yeah, where you say you've lost a few, I discovered it, and that wasn't the only home, eh? Down there, I found a lot of... But then again, we've come across a few magazines you don't want to see too. Uh, it's basically the same sex and the same sex. And you think, yep. oh, shit, we yeah. won't go there. But, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, no, there was, a never, there was never a dull time down there. Um, yeah, we come across a lot of different things and um, but that, adventure it, but, on down the shack. But it's like... Um so, Mark, like, how old are you, Mark? Are you 40? Yeah, mate, I've You're turned to 4 oh. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. Congratulations. So did you do your life? I think, I think, and I'm confident that I remember when my old man turned 40 and sneaking beers out of his 40th birthday, and I'm not far off 40 myself. Is that a, like, when do you get to 40, do you go? Because in my head, I literally only turned up. I, I was 18 until about you're last like a, year. You're like a lost boy, mentally. Mate, I was literally 18 to last Mate, year. you hit the nail on the head once again in my area. I still think I'm 25. I'll be honest. <laughs> that, I, just, I remember going to my old man's 40th, and there was uh, there was like bees, like, it was it was a full supplied you know mm-hmm. party like you go to and I would have been, I don't know, however old I was, but I was old enough to know that I wanted to have a beer. Yeah, you yeah. know, but I had to sneak him out, and I remember sneaking him out and going to my oldest cousin, who was of age, steal us a beer, get us a beer, get us a beer. Me and my other cousins uh, that were underage, and he go out there and he goes, just get him your fucking self. And yeah. at that time, I knew why he was saying it now because everyone was pissed and they didn't wouldn't give a shit. So we went and stolen that. But now I'm thinking, now I'm 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 a check off forty. You're forty. How like? I should have just got up and got those beers because I probably wouldn't have given a shit if my daughter or son got a yeah. beer at 40 now. <laughs> like, I wasted so much time trying to build tunnels like the fucking Great Escape to get to the beers <laughs> rather than just walking up and getting a beer. Just go up and grab the bloody shit. <laughs> get a beer chair. If, well, I, got, I dug a tunnel, got out, jumped on a motorbike, jumped this frigging fence, beat all the Nazis, <laughs> did some drinking light ice. Tell you what, that was a fuck, it's a light ice. That was a fucking good a show too. That. That's some it's, good dirt bike ride when he jumped. Those benches, mate, the greatest game. <laughs> you, you are a bit of a ride yourself, aren't you, Mark? Love bikes. Yeah. Love bikes. Live for bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. we we talking Kawasaki, and, and I don't know what I'm talking about, because that's the only word I've got so, when you talk about bikes. Well, <laughs> that's a good that's a good KTM brand. Is um, KTM's my one of that far of the KTM? genre, yeah. that I don't know shit. I'm, a, I'm, 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 yeah, Kawasaki and Honda, man. Yeah. I've, I've had a bit of both those, and again, I've got a Yamaha sitting in the in the garage still, but um, I've had a few different bikes over the years. But um, yeah, no, I love riding the bikes because you are like you may be forty, Mark, but you are one of the most active kind of forty-year-olds. Uh, I definitely know you've just come back from the snow. Like yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you've got and you've got the scars to prove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's been a few falls over the years. Now I'm still charging. Um, yeah. yeah, I went down to snow on the weekend. Took a yeah. Um, still hitting the tabletop. Still jumping things. Um, I've been told you should leave it be. Going back three years ago, I come short on the big forty foot tabletop down the bottom of Parish and I just come that fanny air short just that fanny air short <laughs> and it was just enough for the repercussions the knees gave out and oh, I sort of put no. the arm down and um, a bit of compression in the arm and ended up uh, it was a radiohead fracture in the elbow and um, I end up in Parish bloody What's it called? Mm. The sick bay there, yeah, yeah, yeah sick bay yeah, and all that yeah. shit and um, basically the doctor dropped, you know Brought me, my girlfriend at that time aside and said, listen, you've got to have a talk to him. Yep. You know, he's 
I think it was 36 or something like that. He goes, fuck me, we're crawling up 40. You've got to get him to give this shit away. Like, yeah. And a few of the other blokes in there, which are <clears throat> my age, but nurse and sort of thing, they go, dude, it's early 20 stuff. As soon as you hit the 30, start taming off those jumps on the front valley. So, on, so the foot of the tabletop uh, needs to equate to your age. So if you... <laughs> So if you, it's, sorry, if you're 20, you can go 40. If you're 30, go 30. But if you're 40, go 20. <laughs> oh, I said I'll be back here in a day 40 and I'll hit you again, you bar. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing, I've got a lot more bills to pay these days. That's the only thing that fucks things up, really. Um, it's not, it's not the scare of taking on the leap. I like, I feel I could still, yeah, do that. And, you know, I'll take the impact when things go wrong. You know, you, you get over it, a couple of panadols, endones and all that shit. But it's it's the part where you can't income. You know, I'm a hands-on yeah. person. I can't do, I can't lift, I can't do that sort of. And um, when you got clients there and they're waiting on their product to be installed, you can't fucking yeah. around. You've got bills to pay and responsibilities and, bill, and all yeah, that sort of so shit. Yeah, so that stuffs things up. And I'm not happy about it, you know. I'm not happy about it. Because that's... Um, but you went, when you went down this year, you did the 40-footer again, didn't you? No, it's not built yet. Uh, it's not built. No, I was spewing. Will um, you go back down for it? Yes, I'm going back down. <laughs> and I don't know. I've got a feeling it's going to be built and ready to roll. So <laughs> if shit's going well and I feel good, do you reckon all that there's a good chance I'll I'll hit it? And I always said I'll go. I've always hit the big boy down every year. I don't pull no. There's no trees. Just a nice grab in the air and float over. There's Fuck. nothing else to prove. You're, you're not throwing a massive friggin' backflip with him. I'll throw a 720. No, none of that shit. I I have. Like we used to go build kickers out the back. You know, out in the back country and this and that. And plus a few of the jumps would have made at the parks. We could show, throw a back somersault and 360s and stuff and that. And, um, well, I grew up on a trampoline all my life. Oh, you know I man. Oh, of course. Three, That's right. Because your dad was a, a Australian champion. Yeah, yeah. A, a three time Australian New Zealand champion. What is the that? World the, the, doing that. the trampoline. Trampoline and yeah. Trampoline. Yeah. Like- the, the Olympic trampoline. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 That's, That's but a- back when he was doing it. Trampoline and wasn't, wasn't in the, the Olympics. Olympics. No, oh, I would have been in the Olympics three so times. Wait, so back when that wasn't a sport, that wasn't a sport. You know what I mean? Like, so your old man's going, Johnny, I'm going to play footy, and then old mates going, oh, I'm playing soccer. I'm doing this. I'm playing cricket. I'm doing gymnastics. Oh yeah, gymnastics in the Olympics. I'm going to do trampolining. Mm. That's a stretch, Dude, isn't it? You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, it wasn't time, as like, common. How do you get into that? Sort of, how do you get into I'd, that? You know what? To be honest, I don't know how the old man got into that. He Because is that an arm of go. gymnastics? Yeah, like, it, it is. Be. It's it linked to gymnastics, yeah. it is. Because the old man done a bit of gymnastics too. Yeah. But he dominated in the trampoline. And, and I don't know how he got into To be honest, I don't know how he got into it. But he done all right. Yeah, yeah. he done all right there. But the only problem is... Trampoline wasn't as big as today. Like today, it's gone to the Olympics. Yeah, uh, it, well, it didn't get there till later on, you know. Or the old man would have went there, but um, he went to the world. I don't know what he was rated in the world, but he went to the world a few times. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he done quite have, well. Do you have bomb ass trampolines in your backyard? Dude, that's like, one of the first to. thing I remember about to, yeah. going down to the Emery's. Yeah. yeah, and it was kind of built into the ground. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it was excavated the ground. The old man excavated the ground, so. Basically, if you fucked up, you didn't have as you far to fall. fall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so, falling four foot. I'm falling yeah. up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But now it was set up, mate, 24-7. So um, an after street was down there, and the old man was always out the back showing kids, you know, how to do this, doing that, and yeah. throwing their first somersault. And yeah. It was good times, and I picked it up pretty good, you know, And um, but I never followed through, and um, but that sort of – Learning that helped me with a lot of other things, and you know, mm. get on a snowboard and a wakeboard or something like that. And you weren't you afraid of like being in the air, like how, oh, how oh, high would no. you get? Like, no, no, oh, you could, yeah, you could get some height, yeah, yeah. shit, yeah, um, yeah, you can get some height, but no, if you if you knew what you were doing a bit, yeah, you you didn't have much to worry about. But then again, things can always go wrong. Don't oh worry. yes, because <laughs> that's the scary part about a trampoline. Those um Spring, the, the springs, springs around that that the springs should may as well be spikes going. You're going to die if you come near me. Well, <laughs> basically, there was plenty of kids that end up with their heads in the springs. That's for sure. And Daniel McDougal used to live up the road and fracture his head. And, um, and Darren McCurley took a fierce limp and jumped straight over the fence next to it and head first ass head first into the garden next door with concussions. So, uh, well, everyone had a time to fuck up now. Is it is it a trampoline? It's like a yin yang. It's like for all the fun you're going to get. You're going to have hell to pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a very good way to put it. <laughs> the first trampoline that we used to, as kids, we used to jump on, it used to be put in my uh, at my auntie's house, but it was outside. Of, they lived backed onto the golf course at Leonay, right? So yeah. it was outside. But it was like this canvas friggin', like this canvas, <coughs> like, mat. So there wasn't much bounce on it. There was like or- it was orange canvas. It was ugly. If I'm going to look at aesthetics, but it was like it was pretty, I know the exact trampoline you're talking about. So you didn't get much spring. And then the first time I went to one of uh, one of the boys' places when we were growing up, I, I can't remember whose it was. It might have been Armo's, and and he had this like black mat with some holes in it, and you could see sunlight through it, and you could spring <laughs> off it. And I remember the first time I jumped on that, and I'm going, "Oh, I'm getting some fucking height. This is scary. This yeah. is scary. You can do flips off this." Like my aunt's mat, like if you got two foot above the mat, like you're done well. <laughs> yeah. So like and trampolines, like that's what you got for Christmas. I mean, you woke up in one one. Christmas morning, you got a cubby house, you got a trampoline. That's what you freaking got back there. Mm. But our background was that canvas mat, and I went to Armo's place for the first time. He got mm. that real bouncy mat and went, mm. and he's doing flips and got bouncing <laughs> off his knees, onto his back, onto his stomach, yeah. doing all that. And I'm going, whoa, whoa, I've never yeah. seen that shit before. <laughs> what, are you, what are you, from the future? What is this? I'm just, I'm like Marty McFly the first time <laughs> he's gone in to the thing and he's running out of the. the the takeaway shop, <laughs> and some guys got to floating on a hoverboard. I'm still used to the, like Back to the Future one, where they got the the carts with the boxes, the fruit boxes in here. They push it like a scooter. That's where I'm at still, and I see these trampolines. And Mark's grown up on those trampolines. That's why he's doing snowboard flips and jumping over forty foot half pipes and all that crap. <laughs> and that's why I'm wearing a stack hat to drive my car. <laughs> So, Mark, like we're talking about, so you've hit the big furrow. We're talking about, like, even trampolines now. Trampolines these days have the walls around them, the safety walls. We talk about, um, we've, t- we've spoken about, you know, <laughs> like you stealing the porn <laughs> magazines as a kid, whereas, like, kids are, are exposed to it in any device they have. You know yeah, what I mean? that's, yeah. Like, yeah. like, one thing to say is, like, you are, you are sincerely, like, Genuinely from the old school, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Things have changed. Things have um, changed big time for you. Things have changed. I'm trying to keep up with it, keep up with it, you know, as we speak. You know, like as in, yeah, as in kids, are, they're exposed to it all these mm-hmm. days, isn't it? Like, yeah, you yep. press the wrong button, you could be put on down Porn Street. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's it's, right. It's very yeah. easy to direct down that <laughs> way. But you know, before you had to go through a bush and climb up a double story cubby house. But dude, but that's it. Well, that- you know, you're down a cave with one eyed man and shooting at you. <laughs> <laughs> That one-eyed man. <laughs> Many a time. Yeah. But, but, the, but that's, that's it, dude. All right, so now you hit the 4-0. Do you have any, like, we've heard your back-in-my-day stories. Like, what advice would you give to um, to to even someone of our age? But even, you know, so you, you talk about I'm always 25. What advice would you give the big ME as uh, advice for someone 25 who's growing up in a different world that you did, but you know all the f- fruits of making things for yourself and, and, and you know, you've mm. developed this other entrepreneurial spirit. Like, what advice could you give to a 25-year-old today? Oh, shit. Because um- <laughs> this... All right, everyone listening, get your notepads out. <laughs> well, basically, first things first, is you got to get out and have a go, you know? you got to get out and have a go. Yep. Um... Uh, Have a go, yeah. So you, you know, no matter what, what, don't be nervous. What is what? What do you like at the core? Like, have a go. Like, don't don't be scared well, of failure. Oh well, that's it. Look, we all fail. Yeah, that's life. No one's perfect. We all fail. Um, you have your ups and downs. Um, you always got to keep moving. Uh, you know, like at the end of the day. Um, well, look at it. Look at it. Look at the aspect of housing these days. Mm-hmm. How expensive it's got, you know, and it's and it's not. It's making things very hard. And I, I feel sorry for it, you know, like the younger generation because it's it's really not going to drop in price. I don't think that yeah. not that not that much. So it's crazy. You're fighting an uphill battle, aren't you? you? Know, and some people throw in the town think, well, fuck it. Why would we even bother going there? Yeah, absolutely, we'll just blow our cash and everything. But you really got to, yeah, yeah. Work if you could give yourself advice at twenty five, what would it be? 25, 25. At 25, I bought my first home. 
Um, but things were a little different then. Yeah. But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, but two, live life. Who knows when the, who knows when it's over? Yeah. Um, we're all here now. We could be gone tomorrow. So as much as everyone says, you know, like, oh, plan for the future, this and that, and yes, but shit, do shit while you can. Yeah. And two, at a younger age, you, you know, you can move around, you can do things as we get older. And I feel if it means, and I hate to fucking say this, I do feel things as in, as I've got a bit older, you know, like a bit of impact, um, a bit of impact, like coming off the board of the bike, whatever it hurts, it knocks yeah. me around. Um, sometimes I think, oh, bugger going for that extra ride, whatever it is, I'll just settle for a beer. You do feel the change, you know, yeah. when you think, yeah. Like a reluctance yeah, to get Yeah, yeah, you're sort of coming down a little bit, you know. Well, I mean, like that. Do that shit while you can, while you're young, go out for the kill. Well, no matter what it is, keep going. Go you out know? for the kill. Go I out love for that. the kill, I mate. Love that. Fucking hell. Take, I like the old saying, take the bull by the horns, take mate. Take the bull Fuck by the horns. ride that bastard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, even listening, you get me pumped up. You get me pumped up, Mark. Ride like, that, mate. Fucking hell. And I've had to go over a few bulls. It's not an easy ride, I tell you. <laughs> and when you hit the deck, you hit it fucking hard. But, uh, <laughs> All right, so so the first bit of advice is go, go for the kill, grab the bull by the horns. Yeah. Uh, is that it? I think that's it. Do you reckon it. That's the, that is the thing? Like, fucking everything works itself out. You know, have a fucking crack. Enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah. Do, so many people... Uh, and uh, let's let's say this because if you're watching this online on YouTube or whatnot, you've just seen I've ducked out from the studio and gone to the the toilet, so I haven't missed that. But is it is it uh, nice drop? That's beautiful. Nice drop. I'm a big so Shiraz man. That's beautiful. Is it, is it not having thought? You're not reserving yourself. So go give it a crack because and not going. Oh, I'm not going to do this. Not going to do this because. When you get on and on, you're going to, I wish I did this sort of gear mm. or you got more resilience or whatever it is like, to get you mm. dust yourself off or whatnot. I watched this awesome video today. Uh, it was a YouTube video of Matt Damon talking about um, how he said he was working with uh, Tom Hanks and, and he was asking Tom Hanks about uh, working with, I can't remember who it was. And Tom Hanks said, um, you know, it was on this movie where I just decided I'm not going to be nervous around these people. I'm not going to... Matt not, Damon says this? Yeah, Matt Damon was talking about a conversation he had with Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks was giving him advice, like, saying, just don't be nervous. Like, in any situation where you feel like, oh, I don't want to start that business. Or I don't, oh, don't want to go up and talk to that girl. It's like... Don't be nervous because nervous is the most um, n- nerves is the most pointless energy that builds. You know, oh, I'm hundred two- percent with that. I've, mm. and you know what? I've more, what you've just said. I've learnt that more in an old rate where who gives a shit? Yeah. But human race is, or even Stephen. There's yeah. only one difference between us all. You might have a deeper pocket than me. Yeah. yeah. But basically, at the end of the day, we're all the same. Got the same. Why? Who cares? Yeah. You know, this and that. Get up. Talk. The same as here. Why mm. be nervous? This is talk, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. At the end of the day, I could see his point. You know, basically, you know, he'd be just, Matt, Matt Damon was it? We're talking about yeah. is basically yeah. knocking around a lot of different movies, yeah. this and all that, instead of be out there, just talk to him, just have a oh, chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I say this, Mark, to far all the time. Like at the end of the day, I start telling the story, and then I go, hey, you know what I mean? I don't give a fucking shit. Mm. Yeah, I don't care what they've really said. Really, at this stage of my life, I don't give a fuck. Mm. But back in the day, like let like take it to the most trivial stage of your life, mm. like uh, when you're at schoolies, for example. Like even with girls, like ah oh, shit, shit. I wish right now I had my mindset. It's not that I'm gonna go and slay him like a lot of girls or whatever the you know the the bravado or that shit is. Mm. Yeah. Just. I don't care, you know what I mean. I'll be, I'll be me, and if you like it, you like it. At least you'd had a shot at the t- uh, and, at the title, and you know. Shot, and I'll have a crack. You, burn, you crash and burn, or you fly to another day, you know. That's it, and I'll have a crack, and you know, if you like me, you like me. So what? What in any any way? Like I'll just, I'm, I'll be me. If you don't like how brash I am, fuck mm. off. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit. If you don't hear the truth in it, fuck off. If I'm too too full on and I'm a dickhead. Fuck me off, you yeah. know. Whatever. If, if I'm having a crack at a girl, like I'm a why? Why do I care? Like if she says no, better <laughs> more chance of me having mm-hmm. her saying yeah, yes, or let's go, let's go on a date mm-hmm. than if I didn't go and chat to her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's how I feel at this but, age of my life. And what you're talking about is 
the only way to develop that mindset is through experience. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you don't 100%. you don't achieve or gather experience by not taking the balls by the horn. You know what I mean? Don't say the balls by the balls. It's a metaphor, but you can say it any way you want. A metaphor. I love the way you say that. I heard it on Jim Carrey's show. It's a metaphor. You know when he wanted to give the mask on him? It's a metaphor. That really happens. We all hear mask metaphorically speaking. Because someone's going to listen to this up. Someone's going to listen to this podcast and go and grab a ball by the balls and go, my life isn't changing. It's a metaphor. Just like Ben what Ben Stiller's character of uh, Ben Stiller's character—that's a metaphor, but it really happens. <laughs> but, but that's it. But, but you don't, you don't gain that by by not having a crack. And it's all mm. about does it, does it boil down to confidence? Yep. You know what I mean? Confidence. Being oh yeah, confident. shit yeah. Confidence takes it. Yeah, is it, it, that's everything really? Mm. It's confidence. Have a bit of a belief in yourself, but um, never be bluffed to think. That's too good for you. That person's too better. It's only another human being. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, and shit. Yes. You yeah. know, they might be arsy enough to score a little bit of celebrity or this or that or whatever. Mm. And, uh, yeah, but at the end of the day, they're only another human. They're, we're all the same. Yeah. And as I said earlier on, probably the only difference is, is someone might have a bit deeper pockets than the other one. Yeah. Boo-hoo. And what, where does that get you? Where does that get you? Well, there's a lot, a lot of people. Moogie and but at the end of the day, they are just another human being with the same like uh, the same negative thoughts that go into your head, the same sort of like reserveness, the same. Well, you all see this. a lot of a lot of a lot of people like a lot of uh, celebrities over the years and this and that, or movie stuff, where too where don't doubt they got a big bank account, you know. They've done well, just like, but they're not happy with life. Yeah. And later on, there's depression, this and that, and they've popped this. Yeah. You know, there's something's gone wrong, and they're not here no more. Yeah. So um, it, that always doesn't play a role, you know. But um, at the end of the day, yeah, I, I just always feel I've always these days and all that. Um, if I could change the past a little bit, I'd have stepped up to the plate a bit more in a lot of different avenues and sort yeah. of bugger it, you know. Yeah. See, I'll say it, go and do it. Um, mm-hmm. No different to being here today. Yeah. Where you might have thought, oh, don't, no, don't fucking feel a bit embarrassed. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Ah, fuck, fuck it. it. Have you I seen this? Man, have a red, have a talk, talk some shit have and enjoy. Seen- <laughs> huh? 100%. Have you seen the thing on Facebook that's going around at the moment? It's like, uh, take the blue pill, you get $10 million today. Take the red pill, you go back 10 years and you can fix up all your mistakes that you made, right? So, yeah. so yeah. it's the it's the matrix. What do you take? But you you your thing is you get ten million. Fire. You take the blue pill. Mark. You take the blue pill. You get ten million bucks. You take the red pill. You both go back ten million ten years. But you can fix all those mistakes you made in ten years. But hang on, this is my thought. All your mistakes made you who you are today. That's right. Fuck it. Take the blue pill. Take yeah. the blue pill. Yeah, get your 10 mil, mate. Well, I'm happy days. Because that's what you say. We're all the same, but some of us have deeper pockets. So it's pretty much saying, would you like deeper pockets? Yeah. But unless <laughs> unless you go back, unless you can go back 10 years and it's before the iPhones, mate, or some shit, something like that. Some shit. So it's exactly something like that. And you go to Steve Jobs and go, I've got this idea, champ. I go, I know, I know oh, you got this, dude. this company, Apple, and, uh, or whatever. It's like a hot tub time machine. And you walk out, so it's a like Motley Lou and, uh, Lugal and all that sort of gear. You say, if I can walk up to Steve Jobs and go, got this friggin' idea for a friggin', I think you're gonna hold it in your hand. It's gonna be a computer. Far, far. You're Steve Jobs right now. And I'm talking to you. I've got this thing and it's gonna be a computer. You can Google, you can, you can Facebook. He's like, what's a Facebook? Okay, trust me, it's going to be a thing. Don't worry about it. Dude, I fantasize about that. I fantasize about being able to go back in time and, like, and you know, maybe at the, the, the infancy of a band like Bloody the Rolling Stones and go, hey, hey, man, look, my name's F. Look, I've got a couple of songs I've written and sit there and start playing Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fantasize about going back in time and just like busting out all the hits that have happened through the 80s and 90s and 2000s and they go this guy's a wizard so <laughs> who is he <laughs> you got one thing Mark you go back in time what are you doing you go back in let's, let's say we can go back in time to as far back as the 80s what's your one thing you're doing as in what I could change yeah, what no, I should or you could change or you could you could rock in so you're rocking at the 80s and you go tell you what's an idea iTunes <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Fuck, I'm shot there. Um, you know, you know what's a good one? I tell you, what's a good one, and it's Facebook, obviously. It's Facebook, but I, but in in my in, in what I'll do, I'd start MySpace because you don't have that same pressure. Like whoever Tom, that's right. Remember MySpace? Remember, do you remember Tom? Tom was your mate at MySpace. So what he did, he sold MySpace to one of and look. Fark could fact check me. He's gone off to the bathroom right now. But Fark could fact check me and say, no, nah, he sold it to Google or whoever. But he sold that for some ridiculous, close to a billion dollars. Oh, fuck. First starting that, you know, probably Facebook or whatever. So I'd start that instead of Facebook because where's the pressure on Tom? I never got on that one, eh? I was a late bloomer to Facebook, actually, because I weren't... Bit old fashioned. Always thought, fuck! I don't want to expose me stuff. I don't want to know people who know uh-huh. looking into my bit. But I didn't understand it, and um, I'd sat down with a, you know some friends of mine, and they, and basically I've fallen single single again. And um, I thought, well, you know, um, they give me the run over and said, listen, you can even meet women on here. You know, oh. you talk, friend them, say it. I look through this shit, and um, I said, well, sign me yeah, up. I'm on. <laughs> Let's <laughs> rock and roll. And I, yeah, I've always been onto it since, you know. I'd have made the same thing as you. No Facebook, no back in the day MySpace, no no Instagram, none of all that bullshit. Mm. Same thing. Got a single, went, okay, I'm going to go on Tinder. Write that Tinder website. Yep. <clears throat> I, I talk about me and Fire are both married, happily married mm. with beautiful children, all mm. that stuff, but thinking if I was single and could have a crack on Tinder – Holy shit! That opens a game up, or it makes it easier. I don't know. Have you had a Have you had a look on Tinder? No, no. no. See, I just never think- been on Tinder. No, no. I just, I look have at- you heard of it? Yeah, shit, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, to be honest, I've uh, <laughs> I've fallen bloody single again. But um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, no, then well, it's a topical conversation. <laughs> That's another story, but um, yep. yeah, a bit over four year relationship, and we've decided to go our separate ways. And um, yep, I don't know. I suppose I've lived in the fast lane. Yep. I never wanted this in life. At four years of age, I wanted to leave three kids and happily married. Yeah, hundred percent. I've done plenty of party. I've done all that shit. Don't you done your party? I've in life? done my party. Done all that, and but I still like. To do me, yeah, you know, me bike rides, snowboard. That'd mm-hmm. be forever me until I can't do it. But I've done part. I've done all that yeah, shit. Yeah, do, do you think? Oh, look, and this opinion from GK from mm. from me myself, and which is a couple of years south of you. Do you think you get to that that stage where you go? I've done me partying because uh, I've done me partying and me single boy lifestyle. Yeah. I think. No, no, I don't think because it sneaks back into me every friggin' couple of days. Not me single boy lifestyle, but me. Oh yeah, let's one go night out. out. Let's go no. out and hang out with. No, them. I do get. Yeah. Don't worry about that. You ain't. Ro- you're not Robinson Crusoe. There. Fuck! <laughs> um, <laughs> I think every male, you know, it was a bit of charge in them. All the same. Was in basically is. Look, when we get to a certain age, I think we've been. You know, we're mellowing out. We're, Couple of quiet beers with your mates and yeah, stuff, but, no. which I love. but every yeah. now and then you get that little charge. You think, fuck it, let's hit the town. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm twenty one. Um, let's go. Let's, let's see what I mean. Man, let's do it. Yeah. One more in me. One more in me. And then when the pay the price next day, and then when the sun, I do that for. And then when the sun's coming up, and the sun's coming up, and you're still up, you're like a vampire. Oh, and you're shit, getting you mate. And you're you're all balls hanging out of your asshole. You don't know what's going on. Takes all the next two and two together. And, and is it because, like, you think this is it? This will definitely be the last time, so we'll make sure we go out with a bang. Oh, <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> I never say it's the last time. I know there'll be something around the corner, but let's spread it well apart. Few and far yeah. between. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's not an every week thing. Um, look, I like a quiet night, sitting back on the couch with a red and, or a beer and pizza and watching the yep. footy or whatever's on and just... Oh, fuck all. Thing, you know, yeah. I enjoy that sometimes. My thing yeah. on that is because, and far you've got a you got a kid too, so and I've got two, so you have your nights where you're free, right? Yep. So I abuse those. And I abuse that. Oh, well, maybe not now, but for the first couple of years, I abuse those nights. I'm like, what do I'm you mean? Kid, I'm kid free. I'm going to go the hardest I've uh, ever fucking yes. gone. Yeah. You know, I'm kid free. I'm going to go. I can make the sun because mm. I don't have to pick like, my two. Because key free is like the equivalent of it's an eclipse. Yeah, We're never going to see this for another yeah. three <laughs> years. Yeah, that's it. And so you're out till the sun comes out. 
But then I'm f- struggling on Friday, right? So And then I come good at... And I'm never doing this again. I'm never doing this again. I'm never fucking doing yeah. this again. But then I come to Friday, right? And I'm good. <laughs> and some somehow some, <laughs> there's something... You know when two... I don't know if this is even a thing, but I imagine it's a thing. Two rainbows <laughs> hit each other. So you can't even get to the pot of gold. But where they hit each other, right? They're right above your head. They're right above your head. So the rainbow then comes down. Two of them come down over your head. And so, right, okay, guess what the fuck happens? I'm really picturing this shit right now, and I'm loving it. Guess, guess what happens? You get two weekends in a row without your kids. So I've struggled to Friday. The mother load. So I've struggled to Friday, Mark. I have struggled there. But the two rainbows have hit and have come down, and somehow my in-laws have got the kids this week, two weeks in a row. Fuck, so here we go again. I've come good automatically. I've come good. So I'm out, and I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to midnight tonight because I'm of the age that isn't 18 or 21 <laughs> or under 30. <laughs> <laughs> we used to... Um, but um, I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it. I'm going sunrise again. I'm still going sunrise every time. I've never learned about the same. But it's all perspective. I remember, um, you know, when, when I've got two older brothers, you know, my brothers. Yep. Um, Peter and I, you know, we would have been, you know, late teens. And John, our eldest brother, was in his 20s. And, and we used to think, geez, John goes out a lot. He's got a problem. <laughs> because because we don't go out. And we used to exaggerate. We're going out? No, no. We're going out like we're coming home late. And, you know, I'm not going to get into that. But, you know, like we, we would be having conversations with our neighbors. It would be a Sunday morning and like birds are chirping. And Peter and I are like doing push-ups and sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Just the healthy guys. And John would like come instead of coming back home in a car, he'd like fly down in a parachute. <laughs> I'll come running through the alleyway, <laughs> running from the cab. <laughs> and I done that a few times with him. Drove past that alleyway yeah. today, Mark. Yeah. When it when so, it drove yeah. See you later, John. I'm taking down the road. Keep running. Bricks might come out. <laughs> <laughs> I drove past that alleyway today going out to look at some... Oh, um, fuck. I can tell some del- telltales on that alleyway, mate. I tell you. It is a magical place, oh, isn't it's it? A, it's a magical... You hit the nail on the head yep. once again. A uh, magical <laughs> place, man. Um, Do you remember the honeysuckles that used to grow down the... Yeah, the man. No, a beautiful there. thing. Yeah. Until we blew the shit out of them. Copper bombs and all that sort of thing. <laughs> we used to build, bomb? Oh, yeah. We used to build them in Trent's yard. He lived next door to the... <laughs> Yeah, uh, to the to the um, laneway. Um, he was the baseball dude, wasn't he? No, that was the other side, Carl oh, Harris. Side. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny that Far forget someone that's important. Yeah. Oh, give full detail, mate. <laughs> Look, tremendous time. Basically, what we'd done too in Trent's garage, there was a roof up top and had like a cladded edge of the roof, which we hacksawed and made a little leave a door where we could flat we used to get up into the garage ceiling and we'd cut doors up and laid it all out and we'd pinch Bob's pornos again and stuck them all around the place mate you blokes <laughs> I feel like <laughs> your life was about ceiling porn this is the this is oh, the where we built a shack or a cubby that's all it's porn that was the rules and regulations back then and so, now, on, so you're saying the 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 roof of the house you could take tiles out and turn yeah, it into a flat door. Yeah, it was a gable door. end, mate. So what happened? You had to all cladding up the side of the gable end of the roof. Oh, if yeah, the people yeah. out there understand what I'm saying, and yeah. basically we'd cut, you know, with a bit of hacksaw the cladding, oh, and we'd screwed so hinges to it so you could a little flip door and look down into the alleyway. Amazing. Wow. I know, I know. And we used to shoot people with bloody, you know, Shanghai's and this and that and all sorts of what's shit. A, what a, what's a Shanghai? Well, basically, Shanghai's like a fling slingshot, you know. <laughs> I used to weld them up in the garage, and uh, me and Trent would knock them up, you know, this rubber gloves. Amazing. Washing rubber gloves were a great little celastic to use. <laughs> And um, <laughs> you'd shoot people as they got off the bus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But basically what we'd done, we'd instructed a beautiful area. We'd cut some doors and put them over the rafters so we could walk around on a platform. Tell us this is we that. even took paint up there, painted the rafters and areas, just give it a bit of gloss, a bit of colour. <laughs> then we brought the mother load, the whole box of porn, Bob's porn. <laughs> And um, the thing is, things didn't go down well because Bob discovered the Bat Cave and what was going up there and said, Carmen, come here. <laughs> Carmen, you got a fucking oil house going. 
ripped up all my porn. It's all slapped up all over the place. And it was, it was. It was funny days. When I think back of the shit I used to do as a kid, what we used to do and um, little things like that. But uh, what's the copper bomber? What is that? I don't know. Oh, the old copper bomb. Fold up a bit of copper. You know, and... Um, what, it, like pipe or some shit? Yeah, so basically, so, you had a copper tube. Was it similar to a sparkler bomb? No, it was more nah, sinister. a little bit more octane. Sinister. A little bit more octane, do yeah. a little bit more damage. But, uh, <laughs> basically, you had a bit of copper tube, um, anything that folded and bent. And um, I don't know if I should, you know, go through the exactly way to make them. Just but, in um, case someone makes them. We <laughs> yeah. don't want the wrong thing. No, I thought we the don't. Wrong we don't. A lot of these days. A lot of terrorists getting ideas. That's it. Um, <laughs> But then again, you pour a bit of powder in them. They come from another mate again. and Bloodnam, uh, <laughs> the breeder of all things not normal. Oh, there's never a dull tie, I tell you now, man. I really don't take back the days. The days living there and the shit we used to get up to, we had some fun times. And, um, yeah, basically, we whip up a big copper bomb, pour a bit of powder and fold her up and get her going. And, and what we used to do, ceramics rooms. Back in high school, ceramics rooms. Ceramics are great. Yes. That was your plasticine. You see in the movies when they get that big tub of plasticine and shit. Yeah. And they stood, they stick a couple of pins in there and ignite it. Yeah. Basically, our pin was a copper bomb. And um, we got big heaps and we used to knock off the pl- plasticine from, you know, plasticine bloody, yep. bloody yep. rooms and all that. And we'd slap it to the side of the. You know, Tim plank fences and all that, and and, and what would what they do? So you put you put your plastic and your copper bomb on the timber timber fences, Ooh. and then the palings, the palings, slap it on the side. That's yep. a beautiful drop. Um, <laughs> slap it to the I side. Just, I just stopped and admired it. <laughs> Bloody hell! That's a really good drop. I'll get the name of that later. Um, yeah, we used, to, we used to stick it to the paling fences um, and basically when kids would come in from their buses and all that, we'd say, everyone, fucking run. Yeah. Don't hang around. <laughs> We're going to blow the shit out of this place. And, and kids, kids blow, with have... their backpacks and shit running up the fucking laneway, run, get the fuck out of here. Would have blown shit a, fence, ain't would have blow a fence away. Yeah, blow, pop, yeah, blow them off the, fence, off, the, off the main struts, you know. You'd have your palings now. <laughs> boom. Oh, yeah. I, I still remember one time... Um, my eldest brother John, he he came in from work and he brought home one of those uh, P- PVC um, uh, like no, well, you spray should have potato gun. Yeah, or I had potato, a few. Or no, it's not a potato, but you can put an orange in it. And orange you, in it. What are they called? Oh, basic pipe gun. I a had pipe one. gun. Yeah. I had one. Uh, Forty forty mil pipe was equivalent to a golf ball. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. forty mil pipe was equivalent to a golf ball. So it was like um, uh, you gave it to John. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I should have said that online again, but, but basically, yeah, you know, you got your ninety mil pipe, you know, you got your plug in with a cap, yeah, and you'd go around to your neighbours and find out who's got a hot water machine with a clipper in there, you know, a sense of spark and rip that off, yes, and you'd jam it in the back, and um, it was ingenuity, wasn't it? it was really you, ingenuity. No, that's yeah. innovative thinking. You've like, got to know what you're doing if you want to come up with an apparatus that really not, fires away. You're not, you're, <laughs> not, you're not a dumbass running around oh, going, no. and then you're shooting potatoes 50 foot. You're, you're doing something proper. Because when, when he brought it home, he said, look, the first time I saw this thing shoot, we were on a boat under the city harbour, mm. and, and we shot this orange, and it went straight up near the, the bridge. You took it to the city. Well, no, no, yeah, John did. And then he goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he goes, oh, I've never done it myself. Yeah, I never done that, man. I never took it that far. I, took yeah. it, I kept it out west. So yeah. when, <laughs> oh, sorry. So tells a story. But he goes, shot it from London, but just went to the city. Oh, fair enough, I'm not going to criminate myself as my older brother, John. John, and I'll tell his last name as well, and his middle name, his address, and his phone number. If you want to get to him, <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Bob, by the way, John's a pseudonym. John's a pseudonym for Bob. John's a pseudonym for Bob, and Bob's a pseudonym for Uncle, and <laughs> Uncle's a pseudonym for Frank. <laughs> for, for for Agents of Shield, um, but um, but yeah. So, so he brought it out the back, and he goes, "Check it out," because I was I had one of my mates curl over when we'll, we'll watch it, and I saw this thing just launch. Just in in a westerly direction, and I and I and I always wonder because so many things have flown out of our backyard. Like, oh, mate, just side story. Keep that there. So sorry. I used to get like when my parents had gone out, I get the 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 driver and a golf ball. I was like, I wonder what it feels like to whack one of these. Fucking oath, mate. Drive it hard, eh? Drive it hard. Until we, my brother used to do that in my front lawn downtown, like down the end of the street, because me and Far were in the same street. And, 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 and we just drive them up your end, man. <laughs> 
So you're driving goggles up We're shooting oranges sh- over there And I'm wondering it's, and, and like, just- it's exactly the same As the back end of Gaza The Gaza Strip Is where you pretty much live bro. I don't know Was it something Was it Can't yeah. yeah. the stories We yeah. had basically Mark Fuck all the, else to do <laughs> Mark was an Israelite We were the Palestinians <laughs> And we were shooting so so I want to <laughs> put this In context For everyone else Because I know we're both these. I knew Mark's sister very well, and obviously Far and I have grown up together. This was suburbia, guys. <laughs> they're, they're, they're hitting. They're, get, they're getting drivers out, hitting them as close as you live next to your neighbour. Their their eaves are touching each other. It's it's, it's that close. <laughs> but 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 that's what it is because you know when I when I see Mark, it's like it's a window back into my past. And and you know when you go back and you talk about where you grew up, you, it's just full of stories. It's oh, full yeah. of great stories, and 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 mate, it's been it's been great reliving those stories with you. So what's Mark? Give me, give me, give me your, and I'll say that again because I said it twice. Give me, give me, give me, give me more. Give me your best story. Give best me your story. best story. Oh jeez, can you put something? And not to put you on the spot, but there's got to be this story, this story that lives. You know those stories that live like every time you go to the pub. You tell a story, or your mate tells a story, and you've heard it five hundred times, but it's the best story you've ever heard. Um, Can you? Put I know it- exactly what you're getting at, and I oh, know, yeah, but. Is that many fucking? I was about to say, can you put someone on the spot like that? Because I've got to stop and think too. Because there's been that much shit that's happened over the years. Um, good ones back then, back when yeah. I was living at home, mum and dad, and all the boys that I, I'd grown up with were living in Ludnam. Because we've yeah. all sort of divert. I talked to a lot of them. Don't get me wrong, but um, to find oh fuck some good ones um. The good ones. Um, oh shit! Give me the last. Give me the, oh, give me the last shit. one. Give me the last one. You told at the pub. You told at the pub that no one. The, the, you told the pub that Fuck. was fucking hilarious. Um. And by the way, while Mark tells this story, he's just dropped a, a glass of yeah, red. Yeah, I just dropped a bottle of red, everyone, and um, I mean, a glass of red and really fuck shit up. But, um, <laughs> if this has gone across, if this has gone... What I'm spewing up is such a good bottle. It's a good, <laughs> it is an unreal glass of red. Um, and, and you don't want to worry about that, Mark. Go for a fire, eh? get, just get one. shit sorted. Um, it's coming downtown. Uh, <laughs> so what I'm going to... I'm going to wrap I'm gonna wrap this up, Mark, because we got... Some fucking... Everyone's got that story. You know that story in that there's this story somewhere that yeah, we Yeah, I remember the one. About. I remember the one. Um, okay. Um, fuck it, I'll put it out there. I grew up with a good mate of mine, old mate of mine, Johnny O... I grew up with a good mate of mine, Johnny Olak, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Johnny Olak is unbelievable. Now, no, I shouldn't be putting this there, but fuck, it was hilarious, eh? Now, Johnny Olak you never had a dull time with. Um, d- very dirty character. Uh, <laughs> I remember one shit. Jesus Christ! I'll tell you when we were all walking up the access road, the old access road. You know, out the. Remember at the end of the alleyway there, far when the access oh, yeah, road, the, the access road that comes Northern road. parallel Northern Road, mate. And that's where it all happened, mate. We used to go up there. We used to hang out up there. We used to throw oranges and bananas and eggs at the traffic. <laughs> and, and the alleyway was the getaway area. When we got to run, boys, you know where to run. We get up the alleyway, we run through the estate and hide. And we'd get a carton of eggs and throw it at the. Tra- I pity the people that drove through London at ten o'clock at night. But um, and um, but the two pack was fucked. It was, it was, and the thing was, man, one night there and um, we we're heading up there and Johnny Ice gone. I need a shit. I go, you're joking. He goes, yeah, and he's twat right there and there and done it on the access road. And I thought, oh, you're joking. And later on, we've. <laughs> We've gone up to John's place. We're all sitting in the kitchen, fart assing around where we always made a heap of bloody calls. You know, like you know, when you made um, phone calls, um, prank calls, prank calls, prank calls, uh, prank call capital. What's your, what's your really best side feel- story? What's your best prank call? Honey Joyce, Honey Joyce, straight up, man. I can tell you straight away, Go man. Honey Joyce, right? We used to make a phone. We used to make prank phone calls all the time from yeah. the Alex. Presidents and I pity their phone bill. Fuck me! I hope this never gets to Marianne. But um, tell you what, Arnie Joyce, man, yeah, hundred percent, fucking great story. 
And what happened? We'd rung the, we just ring different numbers, and we rang this lady's number, and I've gone, hello, hello, Arnie, Arnie, and she goes, hello, is that you, Todd? Is that you, Todd? I remember because it's my brother's name, but she's, is that you, Todd? I go, yeah, Arnie, and she goes, it's Arnie Joyce, darling. It's Arnie, you've got Arnie Joyce here. Well, straight away, she said her name, you know, so fuck, it's game on. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I turned around, I said, G'day, Arnie Joyce, how you going? And I'm, oh, not bad, not bad. What have you been up to? And listen, this carried on for a while, talking <laughs> shit, but back and forth. So she thinks, you know, it's a fucking whatever, you know, Todd, and it's Arnie Joyce. And then later on, she goes, do you want to talk to Uncle so-and-so? And then I thought it was Uncle Roy, something like that. I should have listened. But um, at the end of the day, he's jumped on the phone. G'day, Todd. How you going, mate? How you been? Yeah, they treating I'm talking shit to them for ages. And at the end of the day, we'd hung up and catch you later to the loo. Oh, fucking day later, we thought we'll jump back on the phone and give Arnie Joyce another call. <laughs> G'day, Arnie Joyce. It's, my, it's Todd here again. I just... Because they told us, you know, you should drop in and come and stay at our place and this and that. So we thought... We'll bring it back, you know. <laughs> so we rang him back and said, listen, I'm talking about coming up. Can I talk to Uncle Joy, Uncle Joe or whatever? I'd fucked up the name. And uh, later on, she's going, uh, Uncle who? <laughs> oh, Uncle, Uncle Joe or whatever his bloody name is. You know, <laughs> whatever you tell me I, that, No, that's not him. I go, oh, well, oh sorry. I mean, well, at the end of the day, we blew her cover. Right. <laughs> And she said, ah, oh, you little bastards, yous are just some boys trying to have a shot at us. <laughs> so I said, I'm sorry, out of Joyce, but I've got to roll now and I'll talk to you again later. And I had to leave it be there. But always remember that prank phone call and that. And um, we did give her a couple extra calls and try and butter it up. Sorry, Auntie Joyce and all that. Piss <laughs> off, I've got your number. I'll ring the police. <laughs> oh. oh, no. He's Another just- spill. But that wouldn't be anything Benny different split on uh, the elbow. from now. You're right. Mark Legend, City Door Doctor. Legend. Now Thank that- you for coming in. Uh, we've talked to all things. Cubby Hassel's porn, uh, religion, stupid stories, stories with no endings, uh, snowboarding accidents. But anyway, Faz cut himself open, so we're going to go ahead and patch him up. Mark, thanks for coming in, bro. Thanks for having me on, guys. Let's <laughs> just and- restrain that. Uh- <laughs> Thanks for having me on, eh? I, I really appreciate it. I've enjoyed this, eh? I want to do it again Yeah, sometime. well, we'll have you back on because we know you got a thousand more stories. Oh, I've got more, heaps more, eh? We've had but, but we've got, what, what we'll do, we'll thank you very much. Please, please, please give us Max like. Without without sending all that person that says please, 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 but just keep doing it. Craftsman, Clear Valley Shiraz, thank you very much for helping us out through this episode. Far, you have helped out tremendously. GK, GK, well done. Mark Emery, here, hi brother. That was fantastic. We out. Peace.